Hello and welcome to Second Cherry, almost a Eurovision podcast. This week we're in Armenia. Hello and welcome to Second Cherry, I'm Matt. And I'm Monty. This is the podcast that revives the songs that didn't make it to the Eurovision Song Contest. Each week we take you through a different country's national final and pick the cherry that we think deserves a second chance. A second bite of the cherry. Mm, And at the end of the series, you, the listeners, vote for your favourites. And at our live event, live event, uh, we crown the winner of the Second Cherry Song Contest. Hello, Matt. How are you? Hello, Monty. I'm really good. I'm really good. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. It feels as though barely a week has passed since we were last sat together discussing Serbia. Mm. And here we are discussing Armenia. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording this one straight after. (laughs) (laughs) I've literally got the same drink. (laughs) But this is our 16th episode. No, not 16th episode. This is our 16th country that we're going to be selecting, 16th Cherry. Yes, that's right. And as our avid listeners will know, last year we had 16 countries in total. So that means this is the last week of our countries. But is it though, Monty? Or does it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Tell them that. Well, yeah, we, we wanted to... Go with 16, but we couldn't fit all the songs that we wanted in, all the cherries that we... We know we watch more national finals than the cherries that we pick, if that makes sense. So we had a bit of a dilemma of should we have to kick out a song or should we just add to it? And we thought, well, in true cherry style, giving people a second chance, let's add to it. It's only a positive move forward. Give them more. Give give you more cherry. Whether you want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got, well, actually, we can tell them how many we've got because we know we've got 18 Cherries this year. That's right. 18 songs for you. So this is week 16. And that means that we have two more weeks and two more songs to bring to you. We're not going to tell you both now. No. We'll tell you what country we are doing next week at the end of the episode, I think. Yeah. But yeah, 18. So that's a nice round number. I'm happy. It is. Yes. Yes, I couldn't have coped with 17. It would have set my, my set my OCD clanging. Yeah, I would have been not at ease, ill-eased. <laughs> so this week we're in Armenia, as we say. So let's get into it. So Armenia have been with us in Eurovision since 2006 with Andres Without Your Love. That was a really good opener, I think, for them. Uh, Qualified and came eighth in the final. So they had a really good start. This year would have been their 14th entry. But as we know, that wasn't to be. We'll talk about what that song was uh, in a moment. But yeah, let's just have a little look back. They've failed to qualify three times at that. So they've actually got a fairly good qualification record. And I think when Emmy didn't qualify with Boom Boom in 2011, it was a bit of a shock, Mm. actually. I think people really expected Armenia to do well because all of their previous entries, their first five entries, all came in the top ten in the final. So they actually had a fairly good track record. It's been a little bit more wobbly 
ever mm. since. So, you know, Arrow MP3 was a fourth place in 2014. And Artsvik, no, Artsvik came 18th. I love that, though. That was, with me. oh, oh my so God, good. She was robbed. Yeah. She was absolutely robbed. The video for that is amazing. It was actually that it was Evita Mukutchen who came seventh in 2016 with Love Wave. And that's a brilliant song as well. And we'll be having a little bit of her later in the podcast. Mm. But so, you know, my, my favourite song, Armenian song ever, is Kelly Kelly. Oh, is it? I love it. I'm a bit over that now. Are you? Yeah. I quite like the remix though. I love the Eurovision version, but there's a little remix that's knocking about, which you get in the Euro Club when you, mm-hmm. you know, and I just love it. It is like being, if there's any bears listening, there's a, a bearish sort of, club gay club uh in london or used to be in london called xxl and they used to play like freemasons remixes of songs which are really very distinctive you know a freemason song when you hear it and that remix i think it's the yerevan remix it's called but yeah the remix version of kelly kelly is just it's like it's by the freemasons it is amazing i must have heard it being out and about yes i I am given to social pleasures So yes, um, yeah, quite you know interesting history with Armenia there. They unfortunately the last two years they have failed to qualify, and I'm 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 disappointed that they didn't qualify in 2018 because it was uh, Sevak with Cummy, and he had that <laughs> lovely, lovely beard, good beard. The the yeah, the, the song, song yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, Cummy means the wind, and who doesn't like to feel the Cummy in their beard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's staying in the edit, Monty. Do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so let's um, let's have a think about this year's show, though. Matt, tell us about this year's Armenian final. So the national final of Armenia, Depi Evertesil, Tesil, Evertesil. I'm sorry for yeah. Towards Eurovision is the translation. Now it's a one-shot national final of twelve entries. I think that's generally what they've done in the past. Same sort of format. The 12 songs are picked from the submission process by a panel of judges. The national final is held at the ARM TV studios in Yerevan. And it was on the 15th of February this year. It was it was quite cute, this national final. They At the start, all the singers involved came on and sang Arcade, which is Duncan Lawrence's winning song from last year. Last year, la la la, last year. And also featuring was Avita Muchuchan. Muchuchan? Muchuchan. Sorry. Avita Munchkin. Avita from 2016, who, um, Love Wave, which was an incredible song. She performed it and a new single, and she had a bit of a moment in this national final. They gave her a bit of time, didn't they? I think. They did. She had a little mini concert mm. in the interval act. Totally okay. Which with was that. great. But that moment when they brought all of the artists on and sang Arcade. That is brilliant. We'll put a link to that in the show notes because yeah. it's on YouTube. It really is quite special and it just added something very lovely to this national final. So what I love about national finals when they sort of nod to the fact that it's for Eurovision. Sort of, There's different ways you can do that. And yeah, it was quite interesting. So the winner was decided by three voting groups. So you've got a, the televote, but then you've got the international jury and the Armenian jury. And so the results deemed Athena Manukian as the winner with the song Chains on You. Let's have a little play of that now. Boy, don't deny my lips on further screaming boy. 
Simon T, usual question then, did the right song win this national final? At the time, I didn't think it did, but I grew to like this. There was something of the pound shop Beyonce <laughs> to her in the national final, and there was something there with this, but there was also something that was a little bit cheap as chips about it. And I think when they polished up the performance... And I had become more familiar with it. I then began to really like it. It's interesting you say Pound Shop Beyonce because she was on UK X Factor, right? She was, yes. She did an audition on UK X Factor and she sang Crazy Love, Beyonce, yes. So there's, I think there's that sort of style that she's drawn to. That's the kind of artist that she she sees herself being. Mm. But yeah, I it, it grew on me. This, I think that's the that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, it's a bit repetitive, and sometimes that's okay. But there, it seemed like there wasn't much to this song. So I'm a yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of it to be honest. It's okay, mm-hmm. but we're not interested in that. We're interested in the songs that didn't make it, didn't win this national final. So let's look at the selection of songs that we bring to you from this Armenian national final. So song number one is Agop with the song Butterflies. Monty, this is baffling. Tell me about it. Well, it's very busy on the stage. There's a very busy backdrop and he is singing his heart out, bless him, uh, with four dancers. He is having the time of his life. Doing quite a busy routine as well. He is loving himself though. He's very jolly. There's something quite endearing about him and his enthusiasm for this song which outstrips his ability to perform it, I think. Um, there's, there's some really cliched lyrics in this. He's saying, I see the butterflies, butterflies, dancing in your eyes, in your eyes. <laughs> so, yeah, the lyrics are a little bit trite. I don't know, it's difficult to not... It's difficult not to warm to that enthusiasm. Yeah, it doesn't annoy me. It's like drunken karaoke that you think, oh, it's all right. They're having a good time. Let them be. <laughs> <laughs> I am a bit baffled. I think it probably would suit a female. The, the song's terrible, but if, if I'm trying to clutch at something, it would suit a female voice better, I think. I think so, yes. Yeah. Mm. Colourful staging, though. Mm. It was. They got that right. Um, it was a great stage, actually, in this national final. Yeah. But batshit crazy. Batshit. These, yeah, the backing dancers were weird. They're like dressed like we're at some fat camp and they're pushing an exercise on me that I just don't want. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> 
daft is the word I've got down for the whole thing. It's a little bit daft, but it is jolly. Yeah. Song two is Save Me by Tokyo Nine. Is Tokyo Nine how you say it? Is it Tokyo Nine? Tokyo Tokyo Nini? Tokyo Nine we're going with. Matt, what did you think? Uh, I think this is a really well-produced track, actually. Modern, I know I say that a lot, but it is a modern, I think, track. The dancers are worth pointing out. They are brilliantly styled, um, although I don't know what they are representing uh, as such, but I like the way they look. They've got like a... A blue sort of hue to them. Their makeup is quite blue and like frosted. They're like they're frosted beings from another planet. I got from that bit of a kind of futuristic alieny feel, spacey. Yeah, you know that kind of thing going on. Uh, Yeah, I like it. It's quite a nice dance track. It's got that kind of sort of slightly pulsating beat to it. It's yeah. It's he's in sort of odd little black and white sweater a little beanie hat on which that the beanie hat is the 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 accessory of the national final because there's a yeah, yeah, there about where there's a beanie on as well I, that, I think that might be his that signature look though for tokyo Night. yeah i think it is i think he wears a lot of ah, those yeah 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 okay. i think so yeah i mean it suits him mm. he's quite uh he's quite nice quite a jolly I, chap finding quite attractive i gotta yeah. say yeah Give him a lick. <laughs> Give him a thumbs up. This song, I mean, I think this song stands out there. It was the favourite going in. Mm. And I think there was a bit of a surprise when it didn't win. I think it is one of the stronger songs of this. I think we felt that some of the songs we wanted to discuss were because of the intriguingness of them rather than the quality of the songs in this show. But this, I think, was one of the, the better songs in the, the lineup. Yeah, for sure. I think he, his vocal was okay, for sure. It, it was a committed performance, you know, really slick. The, the choreo was really slick. Surprised that equal sixth place, though. I would have had this, as I said, as a, one of the favourites going into the final. Second or third, but no, equal sixth. So I would be disappointed if I was him. Yes, I'm surprised he only came sixth overall. He was kind of middling with all three groups of, of voters, the two juries and the televote. A little bit better with the Armenian jury um, than the other two groups. But yeah, um, given what was in the rest of the final, I am surprised this wasn't higher. Yeah, I, I think it's a great track. I'm really into it. But moving on, song three is Karina EVN with the song Why.
Monty, visually, this is really striking. It is very striking. She's got a shaved head. She has sort of a geometric shaped suit on, a cat suit with these shapes on, and panels on it which vary between being sort of little sort of silvery chevrons and spikes and leopard print. So it's a quite a resting look. She's also got a tattoo on her head which looks like the pulse on one of those life support monitoring machines. Mm. So, you know, the ones that are just about to go <laughs> in the in the hospital dramas. And it says hair in letters along the side. So that's quite it's quite a look. It's quite a very, very striking look. And I think that's the the thing that first stands out about this. The look dominates the song a little bit in this. Yeah. I, I like this sort of expression. You know, the way she looks, she's she's committed to performance. She's absolutely going for it. And so I love that expression. It's the sort of thing I want to see in national finals and at Eurovision. However, vocally, it's ropey as fuck. It, it really is. And it's a shame. I really, you want to wheel her along to do better, I think. There are some talky bits in it, which are like Kesha, but it doesn't really work in that way. It needs to be pushed a little bit further, I think. But, you know, the writing on the head's quite novel. I actually, when we were recording this, I messaged my friend who's Armenian. I was like, what does it say on the side of her head? What, you know, because it kind of wasn't quite clear. And he's like, Matt, it says hair in English. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, but it was Armenian. <laughs> it's really clear it says yeah. hair in English. Yeah. Once you know what it says. <laughs> That's an amazing thing she's done. Okay, it's hair. Um, so the attire is a bit baffling to me as well. She's like a, a baddie from Power Rangers movie. Like she's, got, there's a countless to it. Yeah, there is. There's a really good basis of a good dance song in this, mm. I think. Um, it just needs a little bit more work and I think she is an interesting performer I think she just needs a little bit more experience to be able to hone her stagecraft there's the there are the the bare bones of something good here but it's just not fleshed out enough I think to to cut it were it to have got to the international stage Mm. So song four is called It's Your Turn by Gabrielle Yeek. Talk us through this one, um, because there's quite a lot going on with it. Yeah. Well, it came fifth, so people liked it. So it starts with like this kind of slant on what I would call swing pop, right? There's a swing sort of element to it. And then it kind of moves into disco. And then there is like a dance break, I don't know, a bridge or something. It's like a cha-cha-cha, like when you push the red button on the on your old 80s Casio keyboard and just the cha-cha-cha. It's, like... <laughs> and it's exactly like that. It's, it's oh exactly God. that. It's all, it's all a bit dated for me, so it's all a bit confusing. 
compounded by the fact that visually I'm not quite sure there's like he's got a sparkly jumper on and his the dancers and and what doesn't help is that the camera work is odd it keeps doing these weird cuts to the audience of these females obviously to, to try and get their reaction but they're bored and they're not interested so but they keep making the cut to the camp you know to the to the audience i'm like stop doing that it's not working you need to stay on him or and them and so it, it was all a bit weird to me i do like a little bit of sparkle but there was no fireworks here well there were some fireworks actually there was a kind of fizz of firework at the end a very limp sparkler effect yeah. at the sparkle end. but no fireworks followed by very light applause um the song is called it's your turn and lyrically there's a feel of it where he's almost saying, you know, it's your turn to have a moment with me now, which is, you know, very magnanimous of him. <laughs> but I, I wonder if, you know, that, that camera work where it's cutting to the audience, I wonder if the thought behind it was that, you know, he's some sex god. And he is quite swarthy looking. There's something about him. It's a good looking chap. Um, but I wonder if, it, you know, they expected the women in the audience to have, be having a bit more of a you know, a visceral reaction to him. I mean, they're certainly having a reaction, but it's not the one that they think they thought they were going to get. They all look a bit nonplussed by it. Which is weird, isn't it? Because some of them, I think some of them knew the camera was on them as well, so they would at least... And there's that sort of awkwardness of when somebody knows the camera's on them, (laughs) they're not quite sure what to do. But they're certainly not enthusiastic about it. It is a bit of a piecemeal patchwork of a song. I There is that swing start. It felt a little bit stagey as well. It felt like the kind of song that would be sung in a theatrical production Mm. at the start. Then it went into this kind of Latin-influenced pop before it went full Latin with that cha-cha-cha break. I mean, you, you have to see it, really. You have to see it because it is something quite astonishing. You have to bear with it as well. It really doesn't feel as though it's going to go anywhere at the start. And then it shifts its gear and then all manner of ridiculous ensues. It is a bit. And I'm surprised that this beat, Save Me by Tokyo Nine, because that was equal six, and this oh is gosh. fifth place. So, I mean, you know, it translated into votes. What's going on, Armenia? Mm. Well, we asked what's going on, and that segues us into song five, which is called What's Going On, Mama? by Vladimir Azurmanian. Going so, going so low, making me for what's going on, Now, this is cute. It is. Yeah. But what is going on, Mama? <laughs> um, yeah. There's a story being told here, Monty. I just don't know what it is. <laughs> I know what it is. All right. He is singing a song of his love interest, but she's not acting necessarily the way he would like or giving off the right signals. Right. So he's asking what's going on. But he's asking what's going on, Mama. So it feels like he's, you know, directing that question to his mother. 
Yeah, like maternal advice. Well, maternal advice, but, you know, do you look to your mother for advice in love? I certainly wouldn't. No, but I don't know. It wouldn't be... It wouldn't feel the obvious place to ask. I don't know. He's quite a young guy, so maybe, you know... Maybe. Maybe he is just a mama's boy. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's really interesting, though. It's a... He sat on a sofa. There's like a living room set up. I love a living room set up on stage, by the way. It it, it happens all the time in national finals. Absolutely. It's very cosy. There's a little sofa there. There's a little side chair. There's a standard lamp there. Yeah. He sat on the sofa. He, he's, this is where another beanie comes in. He's wearing a beanie yeah. and a leather jacket. Um, and he's singing the song. And then he gets up at one point and sort of has a stroll around the back of the sofa, squeezes past the standard lamp, sits down on the end of the sofa, on the back of the sofa, rather, removes one of the cushions and directs his attention to a great big projection of presumably the girl he's singing about. Mm. With some random boxing gloves on the floor. Yes. Yes, to show that he's a young guy, sporty. Yeah. I don't know. Got a dressy set somehow. (laughs) What have we got in the props cupboard? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got... (laughs) We've got some flowers, a dartboard, and some boxing gloves. There's a bit of pointless pyro again in this. There's a sort of limp fizz of firework, which just is totally incongruous and totally unnecessary. But that was a bit of a theme of the night. There were quite a number of sort of limp firework fizz going on throughout some of the songs. I don't know. I quite like it, though. There's His vocal's not great. But if you listen to the studio version, his vocals are much better. And it's actually quite an interesting song. It just feels a little bit incongruent at times. Or... It's a bit basic as a song, I think. But it is engaging. There's a tenderness to this. It is very sweet. And that's that's real because that's the kind of character that he's playing. Now, we said Mama's Boy, but that's kind of... He, there is a sweetness to him. Oh, absolutely. Really endearing. Yeah. yeah. And even though he does seem like he's quite new... To the stage so that kind of works for him his nervousness plays into the story of the song maybe i could be wrong but at one point he sort of mistimed a look back at the screen he sat on the sofa and he looked back a couple of times and i i don't know if there was something meant to happen there because it was a bit weird looking um we'll never know because that's when he's going into that sort of look back to the projection of yeah the the, the, the love interest Behind him, yeah, that, I, I, something went wrong there. Whether it was him or the or production, I don't know. But this is this is sweet. This is sweet. It was a bit basic, but quite sweet. There is a charm to it. Mm. There's an undeniable charm. So that's our five songs. Which one of those is going to be our Armenian cherry? You can find out after this. Matt and Monty's good thing of the week. That is good. It's good. Oh, that's good. That is. So this is our segment this year where we are spreading positivity because we're fed up of seeing all the bullshit and negativity online and we just want to just have the warm fuzzies inside us. We certainly do. (laughs) (laughs) I can warm fuzzy inside. Mm, I do like a fuzzy. Uh, So Monty, what is our good thing of the week? That is good. Well, this week we are going to a different part of queer culture, something that's been quite a phenomenon but this is the new, the latest incarnation of it. And we are going to Drag Race Holland, mm-hmm. the Dutch installment of 
the RuPaul's Drag Race phenomenon. Franchise, Franchise, I suppose, yeah. Yes. It's just started in the Netherlands, and there are some Eurovision connections. Now, we haven't seen it yet. We've just read the reports of who's going to appear on it. So by the time you're listening to this... We will have had two episodes of it, I think. So who knows what may have happened and where it may have led us. But we have three Eurovision connections, two of whom have featured in our Good Thing of the Week that is good so far this season. That's right. The first is Nikki Tutorials, who is going to be a guest judge on the show in one of the episodes. Now, we mentioned her in connection with the backstage work and the, the green room stuff she was going to be doing with Eurovision this year. We're big fans. Big, big fans. But that is not the only Eurovision artist we're going to have on the judging panel, which is going to be a rotating guest each episode. We're also going to get Ruth Yakot from 1993 in the Netherlands, and we're going to get one of our favourites, who mm. we've also mentioned... Ed Celia Romblay. Yay. Ed Celia, of course, we mentioned in connection with the Dutch and Belgian artists doing covers of the Netflix film songs earlier in the season. And she is going to be the presenter, was going to be the presenter this year, is going to be the presenter next year as well. Mm. And she was, of course, was in Eurovision in 1998 and again in 2007 in that large semi-final that hardly anybody got through from. Her 1998 song was incredible though. Just brilliant. Should have done better. An absolute Eurovision classic. Mm. So we are thrilled about seeing those Eurovision related guest stars coming on to Drag Race Holland. And that is our good thing of the week that is good this week. Matt and Monty's good thing of the week. That is good. It's good. Oh, that's good, that is. So, what is our cherry? Matt, reveal yourself. Oh, well, after I reveal... (laughs) And tell us what the song is. And tell us what the song is. Well, okay. The song is Save Me by Tokyo Nine. And I think I'm quite pleased about this because... I have been following Tokyo Nine a little bit. It's cropped up in a few national finals. is well known to us. So I'm quite pleased that should have done better in his national final. I think he should have got more votes. Deserved it. So it primed cherry territory. So I'm, I'm happy about this. I think it's a nice little pop song. Sung well. Staged well. And it's going to go down well at Cherry, I think. Yes. I think this did feel like the obvious choice Mm. uh, of the selection. As we said, some of the songs that we selected this week were really because we wanted to highlight something quirky or idiosyncratic or bonkers about them. That shit. (laughs) (laughs) But Tokyo and I was, yeah, clearly the the Cherry to pick. Mm. So, Monty, I want people to contact us still. We do. Of course we do. And um, I don't know, we're approaching the end. So tell us what countries you think we should be concentrating on. Yes. What cherries are, you know, we've only got, what, well, haven't we had yet? two more now. Yeah. So you tell us, well, we've already picked what, what we're going to do. So we can't change our mind. But who do you want? Who would you want? So tell us, Twitter, at Second Cherry, Insta, Second underscore cherry, Facebook, Second Cherry Podcast. And if you want to email us, you can email us at hello at secondcherry.vision. That's hello at secondcherry.vision. 
vision. So next week, monkey, 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 you cheeky monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few drinks, all right? <laughs> monkey. <laughs> so, oh, right, monkey. We just want to be a bit giggly tonight, really, isn't it? <laughs> God. Right, Monty, that's your name. It is. Um, it's not really, actually. I know it's not. But we'll not get into that. We'll get into that. Monty, tell everyone who's listening, if they're still bloody listening now, what country we're going to next week. Next week, for our penultimate episode in the series, we are travelling to Croatia. Mm. Interesting. There's some great songs in that national final. This is mm. going to be a good episode. Isn't it just? Ooh, lots of discussion points. And then we will have one more country still to come. Which one do you want to see? So there you go. Let us know. I'm going to say goodbye now, Monty, because I want another drink. And I'm going to say goodbye now as well, because, yeah, let's do that. Shall we? Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye. Bye.